Hello and welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host, Rob Cameron, bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. This week, we got the season finale of MLW Underground. What's going to happen? I don't know. Stay tuned. Find out. I mean, I know because I watched it already and hopefully you did too. But never mind that. Let's get to the news. Uh, Big news to come out of the MLW camp. Uh, This week, Court Bauer announced that uh, they will be, they being MLW, of course, is now going to be streaming live events exclusively on Fight Plus. Uh, Those of you who've been living under a rock, Fight TV was the combat sports app, uh, have uh, unveiled a new tiered system uh, called Fight Plus, so you can get a bunch of uh, live programming bits, um, pay-per-views, etc. by certain organizations uh, for the low, low price of $7.99 per month. A handful of independent wrestling organizations have showing up for this, um, and MLW is the latest and greatest to do so. So the first event that will be streaming live on Fight Plus will be Never Say Never on July 8th from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um... And my thoughts on this one, uh, obviously this is a pretty big deal overall. Like, it's great to be able to see MLW streamed live um, and be part of, you know, the magic of a live event from MLW. Uh, but I guess my question is overall, and we'll, we'll see how this goes, but traditionally with these large events... Uh, MLW chops them up, and that's how we get Fusion. That's how we get Underground. So, you know, so Battle Riot that we had last week was taped a while ago, and they chopped them up into about hour-long formats, and, you know, that's how we get our TV. I kind of am curious to see how this affects uh, the MLW television brand uh, because of that. So, are, you know, are they still going to have the massively live-streamed premium events? And then just chop it up and still call it fusion. Um, and so, like, if that's the case, like, I, I am worried. Like, I, I don't see the point of doing both. Uh, having the premium live event and then chopping it up into the television programming. Because then, at a certain level, unless you're a super fan, you, you don't need both of them. Like, if you can get the enti- like an entire season's worth of fusion out of Never Say Never... Why would you want to watch Fusion? Or why would you want to buy the premium live event? I uh, These are not questions that have easy answers. But, you know, things that get brought up, especially with how MLW does their programming. You know, it's not like the WWE. It's not like AEW who will have, you know, have their regular TV taped every week. And then, you know, once a month have this big show. MLW does the big show and then chops it up. Uh, and this is the same as, like, a handful of other independent wrestling promotions for their hour-long uh, television shows and whatnot. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, but coming out of Never Say Never and the Fight Plus deal, we have our main event for that show. Alex Kane is cashing in his golden opportunity ticket to take on the MLW World Heavyweight Champion Alexander Hammerstone. It has been announced that you know Hammer's dealing with a pulled muscle in his leg. Uh, shouldn't be out terribly long and should be back in plenty of time uh, to uh, compete at Never Say Never. Uh, again, speedy, you know, speedy recovery hope for uh, our boy. 
but in the meanwhile, uh, looks like the next big challenger is looming in the shadows in the form of Alex Kane. Um, he definitely ran the gauntlet uh, last week at the Battle Riot event and seems to be the uh, next big thing in MLW. All right. And the last little bit of things going on. Uh, this is the end, at least for the time being, of MLW Underground. It will be replaced uh, May 25th by the new season of Fusion. Uh, we'll see the Super Series return and the return of the Oprah Cup uh, there. Um, in the meanwhile, there's going to be a gap. A gap in MLW programming. And... Like, I'm not sure uh, where we're going to go with that. Uh, I personally don't have a whole lot of stuff lined up, obviously, unless MLW is going to throw some things out there. Uh, maybe I, I'll hop in with some of the guys as part of the uh, Urban Wrestling Network. They do good work. Go check them out on the YouTubes. Urban Wrestle N-E, or no, excuse me, Urban Wrestle N-W at YouTube. Um... But yeah, they're they're another guy. They're another batch of guys who uh, like uh, who really like to focus on MLW. If you have, if this is the first time you've checked out this episode or this podcast, uh, they're cool, cool guys. Do some good work, so you should definitely check them out on the YouTube's. Um, but I don't know, I'll figure something out. Whether again, it's going to be something like long form, or maybe I'll give give back to the independent wrestling community. And uh, start focusing on some indie wrestling that has some television quiet deals. Or do run shorter shows. Because I do like keeping the podcast at this length. And a three hour show kind of like really amps up the time needed to do a review. Um, however, uh, in the meanwhile, I would be remiss if I once again didn't mention that uh, also uh, later this month. Specifically May 27th. Uh, 7 p.m. at the Beer Stube in Moline, Illinois. Uh, MLW Confusion presents SCW Pro. Uh, they are returning. Uh, the podcast is once again sponsoring independent wrestling. Uh, this time a live event in the Quad Cities, Illinois slash Iowa area. So if you guys uh, and gals and, and you know, theys and thems and all that good stuff. You know, if anyone is in the vicinity that day, you know, come check it out. Um, Black and the Brave Wrestling School has their graduates coming out. Uh, come out there. It's the return of the one called Manders because he hates me. And he will do whatever he can to spite me. And if by spite me, this time it means him taking my hard-earned money to come back to the Quad Cities to have his revenge against me. Uh, but again, that is going to be May 27th at the Beer Stew. Come get some German food if the restaurant's back opened up. If not, you know, there, there's some Thai back there too. The Thai's delicious. Uh, brew pub's back there as well. Or just uh, eat somewhere else in the Quad Cities. It's cool. Just Come get yourself some wrestling, baby. It'll be great. Okay, let's come on to it, thing. Uh, let's never mind the next weeks. Let's focus on the now. The now is underground season finale. Bomaye is for the people. We get a recap of Alex Kane winning the Battle Riot from the number one position. Uh, give my thoughts on that last week, so check that out. Duke Drossi's leg. Uh... Uh, you can check it out, obviously, on your platform of choosing. And I'm on the YouTubes now, too, thanks to the Urban Wrestling Network. We have our introduction. Alex Kane is out with the Beaumayers. Beaumayers is for the people. We are going to bring the return of the Thrilla and 
Villa match, except it's going to be represented by Mr. Thomas. Mr. Thomas gets on the mic. He's tired of being overlooked and underrated. I don't know, maybe he should win a match if he, you know, he's tired of being overlooked and underrated. But in the meanwhile, he starts like throwing names out there, and one of the names he throws out is Alex Hammerstone. And just like the devil, you say his name and he appears. Hammer wastes no time of coming out to the ring and just dispatching the entirety of the Beaumayers as Alex Kane goes to commentary. Uh, so it looks like we has match. So our first match of the evening is Mr. Thomas versus the injured Alex Hammerstone. Uh, it appears to be non-title. Um, and they really didn't even go over like the uh, full rules of the Thrilla. It's usually like, you know, either win or last five or ten minutes with Alex Kane. And, you know, you get a chunk of cash uh but instead we just have angry hammer so let's just go ahead and do that however as hammer is going through and taking out all the bombayes mr thomas cuts him off we go to break uh come back and kane is really laid in on commentary uh hammer makes a big comeback at various stages he kind of gets cut off at a handful of points the bombayes swarm the ring but hammer fights them all out and mr thomas walks into the nightmare pendulum 4-3, your winner, our boy, Alex Hammerstone. Uh, throughout this match, we definitely noticed that Hammer is gimping. Uh, he's definitely selling his previous injury. Um, and MLW and Hammer has announced it is legit. Uh, other folks on online are still thinking it's a work. Only time will tell, but he was definitely uh, selling that leg throughout the match and definitely after the match as well. Uh, the calling, though, can't let a good thing lie, so they make their way out, and they are cut off by the Samoan SWAT team. They're all brawling out on the stage. Meanwhile, we cut to some more adverts, uh, specifically, you know, promoting the new partnership with Fight Plus and MLW. Uh, Never Say Never is going to be the first event there. We covered that in the news, so I'm not going to, like, worry about that. But this is where we get the first official announcement of Hammerstone taking on Kane for the World Heavyweight Championship. We also have a Mance Warner promo. He is out in Bucksnort, Tennessee, talking about his chores. And while doing his chores, he's thinking about Sam Adonis. And that just makes him angry, Wants him, makes him want to fight things while he's stepping in poop and all that sort of good stuff. Ah, good old Mancer. Anyway... Thinking about good old Mancer, you know, let's let's take some time to get a drink. Mancer would want a drink. Um, he doesn't really drink energy drinks, but he should. And he should totally use my promo code CAS to get 50% off his order if he goes to repsports.com. But I have a whole commercial for that, so let's take a pause for the cause and listen to it, and I'll be right back. If you're like me, sometimes you need a pick-me-up to get you through the day. I drink Ray's Energy for that pickup. Ray's comes in a bunch of different flavors, and more recently, Italian Ice, which is great, by the way. And it contains no sugar, so there's no crash after you drink it. And, really, like, best of all, if you go through me and go to wetrepsports.com, use my code CASS, you get 15% off your order. So, also, be like CASS, drink Ray's Energy... All right, we are back, and we have tag team action. The main event are out and doing a Big Top-style introduction for themselves. Uh, the main event, M-A-N-E, like a lion's mane, uh, are challenging the Samoan SWAT team for the World Tag Team Championships. Uh, Midas Black and Jay Lion are the main event. We have a 
ringmaster and a lion here. So to continue that analogy of professional wrestling being a circus. Anywho, uh, we're going to start off hot. The main event, just attacking the champs from behind, starting some brawling. Uh, Midas is the one who initiates the attack, and then Lions hits what they call in commentary the Ring of Fire, where uh, Black holds out a hula hoop, and Lions does a tope conilo through the hoop, and, I mean, it was a lot of fun, actually. We go to break, and when we come back, uh, the main event are double-teaming Lance inside the ring. A standing moonsault by Lion gets a two-count. Cabrata into a spear by the main event also gets a two-count, but it's only a two-count because Juicy Finale breaks up the pin. And I will say, that was nifty. I've not seen a uh, seen a, like a spear variation done like quite like that before. Get the extra, get some extra oomph off that arm drag. A lot of good, the really innovative offense by the main event. Uh, however, you know, these things, all good things have to come to end as Juicy just crushes the main event. Uh, Lance hits a super kick on Midas Black, like while he's in the air, and it looked gnarly. Uh, sets things up for the Toko driver, uh, the modified Rikishi driver, plus the Lance Anawai diving splash. One, two, three, and still your MLW tag team champions, the Samoan SWAT team. And. Uh, like, on one hand, like, I, I gotta say, little complaints. Some of these are, you know, not necessarily MLW-centric. Uh, but, like, one. Like, I, I still, like, I like the thought of fighting champions. I really do. But, like, I also think people should, you know, earn their title shots as well. And the main event, as cool as they were, and I think they definitely, like, showed themselves very well here this match showed everyone what they could do and i hope mlw scoops them up to bolster that tag team division um but like what have they what have they done to deserve a title shot really nothing like officially speaking their debut is in battle riot and it wasn't even a tag team match um and two like my other complaint is that man Man, the SST matches are getting to be a wee bit on the cookie-cutter side. Starts out with a wild brawl, things calm down a wee bit, and then the Samoans take over and get the victory, which is cool, like, they're the champs, they should get the victory and whatnot. But, man, like, you'd think just, like, tag teams would just be like, maybe we shouldn't attack the Samoans from behind, because that doesn't seem to end well. Maybe we should just have a wrestling match. No. Nope, going to attack him from behind. Great. Well, let's see how that goes. Uh, anyway, so they announced, as we did on the top of the show, that May 25th, Fusion returns, specifically with the Opera Cup tournament and the Super Series, so that will be coming up. Though they didn't announce uh, where uh, Fusion's going to be, whether it's going to be back on Pro Wrestling TV, whether it'll go back to YouTube, or if it's going to stay on reels so we'll, we'll see where that goes with that uh we also get a calling video with war chamber highlights the usual raven uh meta metaphorical mumbo jumbo with some depictions of cool cool violence uh however this will lead us into our next match a featherweight division matchup with the returning britney blake taking on international pop sensation becca becca is making her mlw debut uh britney blake was part of the initial wave of featherweight matches uh, back a couple of years ago. It's great to see her back. Uh, so we're getting like a punk versus pop thing. We'll see how that turns out, though. 
People hate Becca. That's how that goes. Uh, Becca comes out, starts singing her big hit single, can't really hear anything over the booze, and she's not really on beat anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, she does get in the ring and acknowledge that, like, yeah, things weren't going, going great because, you know, her, the, uh, you know, audio system isn't the best when you're walking to the ring. So she decides to go acapella, totally acoustic, as she puts it, and sings her big hit single, still... Nothing but booze. No respect for the international pop sensation, which disappoints me. I expect better from the people of Philadelphia. I don't care if they boo Santa Claus, but you can't boo an international pop sensation. Anyway, match is going to start. We trade some holes. Uh, Blake stops uh, stops a tope attempt with a big hit to the head and then hits her version of the 619 called the 609. Uh Becca comes back with some flair. Like, she's very much into the showboating. Hit a, hit a move, taunt the crowd. Hit a move, taunt the crowd. And whatever. I'm here for it because she is amazeballs, ladies and gentlemen. Becca hits a tumbleweed to the floor and a diving crossbody for two. A big German Sioux play out of the deal uh, by... Brittany Blake, uh, excuse me, no, on Brittany Blake, because I just started scribbling furiously at this point, uh, but big German suplex puts Blake down, get in position for the 450 splash by Becca for the victory. Um, two thoughts about this match, uh, one, I'm excited to see Becca here, Becca, it really is, like, legit amazing, and I, I think... Like, if 2023 is the year of Masha Slamovich, I do think 2024 will be the year of Becca. So MLW better, like, lock her down fast, otherwise she'll just kind of be like Billy Starks and just use MLW as a stepping stone before heading off to bigger, greener pastures. Um, the match itself, though, outside of showing the character work of Becca, was a touch clunky at times. Um, and really, the girls really needed to get some more time i think just to like really show what they can do in the ring because obviously like they had high hopes for blake because she was part of the original featherweight wave and obviously becca uh, is you know one of the rising stars on the independent scene right now so uh i'm hoping to see more well really hoping to see more of both of them and hoping to see more of the featherweights in general Speaking of the featherweights, though, we have Sam Laterna. She is with the Gone Queen Delmi Exo. She is lobbying for the shot at the MLW Featherweight Championship, currently held by Taya Valkyrie. The God Queen notes that her goal is to be world champion. Nothing's going to stand on her way for that. Uh, last I knew, Taya was dodging her, though, so we will see if that stands in her way or not. Following this, we get an extended video package highlighting the final four to the end of last week's Battle Riot. Uh, on one hand, I think it's great that they are, uh, you know, you know, putting over Battle Riot and helping hype up Alex Kane. On the flip side, like, it's getting late in the show for this. And, like, this is, takes almost, like, a legit, like, seven minutes, maybe more, to go through as they rehash it. Uh, meanwhile, we're supposed to have a main event tonight for the National Openweight Championship as Johnny MLW takes on Jacob Fatu. Uh, and so, you know, as time goes on, I get suspicious whether this is actually going to happen or not. Uh, however, you know, what do I know? I should just keep watching. Um, but, you know, a tinge of doubt crosses my teenage brain as we have this extended segment, which really, again, like, if you watch Battle Riot, which you can for free, by the way, you know, we don't need this extended cut. We should just have this tiny little cutscene and move along. 
Anyway, uh, we get word that there's some stuff going on backstage, and we find that the FBI is brawling with the SST. They had previously had a match with the SST, which the SST was victorious, still champs. Um, meanwhile, Jacob Fatu's coming out for his match, and he is jumped by the calling. Uh, the numbers game is too much for him, as he is taken out by a big knee to the back of the head by Akira. They leave a card on him, so I guess... I guess we don't have a main event tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and this, you know, disappoints me. I, I mean, I know sometimes, like, you know, it's good to have the intrigue going on. Um, but really, especially for what's going to be a season finale in a sporting, sports-based broadcast, I don't think a big cliffhanger is the way to go. Um, and that's kind of, in general, my complaints about like this, what's supposed to be a season finale for Underground. El Underground's been a very solid show, and this was, I mean, the in-ring action was alright. Like, you know, I can't complain too much about it outside of, like, nitpicky stuff that I did nitpick about. Um, but, like, I, I feel like we needed to end on a proper bang instead of a cliffhanger. Uh, because... You know, again, this is a scripted show. Like, we got stuff in the can. There's no reason why we can't carry some stuff over here. Like, we that we, like, needed to carry extra stuff over. Yes, we're all going to, like, continue to watch the product. Um, but I just felt like this entire episode had some pacing issues. Like, it was, like, the last batch of things in the can. And they just needed to somehow, like, you know, tide things over until the next season starts. And, yeah. That's kind of, like, what I got out of it. Like, it's great to see Becca. You know, I did kind of complain about the tag team match, but, like, it's also great to see the main event here. So we, we got some big, like, proper in-ring debuts tonight, which is great to see. Uh, two uh, two batches of folks that I'm really excited for and hope hang around. Um, but really, like, overall, how, like, the show was spaced out and paced, uh, like, you really couldn't tell, like, one, like, this was going to be a season finale, and two, like, if it's a season finale, like, we didn't get a main event out of it either. So, like, I don't know, man. Uh, they all can't be zingers. Uh, but that being said, you know, I am excited for what's coming up for MLW with the return of Fusion. Uh, you know, the, the streaming deal with Fight Plus, you know, really overall can't be that much of a negative. So, you know, despite this here bump in the road, things are still looking bright for Court Bauer and his pet project. Uh, and I'll still be around, hopefully, uh, in, you know, like three weeks when Fusion makes its return and everything will be properly confusing. Anywho, so that is our show for today, this evening, this morning, whenever you happen to listen to this here podcast. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this here podcast. Stay tuned, figure out you know, the best way to help us out here, keep us coming to you free of charge and, you know, keeping me out of the jaws of poverty or this basement. And maybe I get to take my hot tub with me as I move up the ladder of success. Uh, but in the meanwhile, you know, stay tuned, check out the plugs, check out the other guys on the urban wrestling network. 
uh, you know, I've technically done Sponsoring Enjoy, but you should check them out as well. They're free on YouTube. And of course, you know, check out SCW Pro on Twitter to get the latest news and shows from them. Uh, as I said, MLW Confusion is some, is helping sponsor their like entire summer series, uh, a handful of events at the Beer Stube in Moline, Illinois, and also at the Bluegrass Illinois Drive-In Theater. It's still real to us, part two uh, later in July. So check that out. Keep, keep your eyes peeled uh we'll figure out what's going on next week and the weeks after until we get some original programming black on this here block and in the meanwhile i'll see you all next week mlw confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by rob cammer and hosted by spotify for podcasters mlw confusion is part of the urban wrestling network you can check out the Underground Rundown on YouTube at Urban Wrestling NW. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review is also helpful, because word-of-mouth advertisement is very important for small podcasts. My social media links can be found in the descriptor below, but the Twitter and Instagram are at the Nova of Casts. That's T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S. And MLW Confusion can be found on Facebook at MLW Confusion, all one word. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual tip jar at ko-fi.com slash Casanova. That's C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. If you prefer more bang for your buck, go to patreon.com slash Casanova. For as little as $1, Patreon backers get access to the podcast early and without those pesky ads, plus other exclusive content. So join the crew that is headed up by Keith Wynn and Alan Schroeder and check it out. You can also find t-shirts, coffee mugs, and other merchandise at the Confusion Podcast store on Teespring. You can find that link below as well. For all business inquiries such as ads, sponsorship, and other voiceover work, please email at rzcammer at comcast.net. Camera is spelled K-A-M-E-R-E-R. Thank you all for listening.